What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, Anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, Yusuf Ali. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man, the studio don't close, plus, it's a new game now, we ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, Ain't no pass to this your left hand side, your right hand side, no hand side. You keep your blind. You pass a blind now, somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. Y'all hear me? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition podcast. This is episode number 30. I'm your host, Yusuf Ali, still coming from you at the Tabletop Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. This is still a pillowcase production. And this is the last episode of the 2020 calendar year. Wow, I just started this podcast this year. And this is the last one of this year. Went pretty fast. Didn't start at the beginning of the year, but I think we started in March. But um, but here we are. And uh, might do some year-end shit. Might do some regular shit. All kind of shit. But this is the last one of the year, so let's get into it. snowing in Canada. Southern California got some snow. And then uh, it's beautiful here. It's coming down. I'm an untrained meteorologist reporting on the snow. I mean, it's in the streets. Damn! up almost this is it we made it we made it to the end of the first year of the pandemic 
we have made we i hope you listening to this somewhere um nice and safe and covid free like i am and do we hear this this was the most memorable year of all of anybody that's alive right now's life hands down it's no question and i remember when this first happened i told jill it's gonna be like a post this is gonna be the next post type of you know event type of living like the last one was post 9-11 how we you know adjusted to life post 9-11 and then and then it's eventually gonna be post corona right now we still mid corona but pretty soon it's gonna be post corona and it's gonna be a thing where it's like it's gonna be a before and a after way of life like a where you can mark exactly what was going on before and how shit was after said event this shit 9-11 was one thing that affected you know travel Patriot Act uh, brought a new group into racism into profiling uh, put a little spotlight turn the light up on them a little bit and that was the consequences of post 9-11 post corona gonna be shit looking at motherfuckers weird when they don't have a mask on because you know you're so used to wearing a mask or you know eating again in a restaurant going to the movies with people just doing anything you did before March 9th it's gonna feel weird again basically and then you still gonna have the same prejudices and hates and racisms and other isms to go along with stay the fuck out of my face I don't give a fuck if you took the COVID vaccine or whatever the fuck vaccine so I don't know but um, I guess right quick because of, why not? You know, I did all this fucking uh, quarantine chronicles on YouTube, so might as well wrap up the year like that on some my year in the quarantine. I'm trying to keep it to about five minutes. Go. All right. Last show I did. That was a normal show show in front of regular people was Jay Snow's show on Fairfax Avenue, March 10th. That night, after the show, I remember vividly, LeBron James, who had a game winner for the Lakers. <coughs> and we was standing around. <coughs> That's a weed cough. Y'all know that, Mel Most. Y'all was standing around. We was all standing around talking about, you know, LeBron's game-winning shot. Which then, of course, made me bring up the non-game-winning pass and all that shit. So that was March 10th. And we was all, you know, somewhat normal. As normal as we are going to be at that, at, well, at our mind, it was normal. You know, that, that Thursday we had did a podcast at at I mean over at the old airport the old uh, landing strip whatever you want to call it terminal and 
and we had just made our second coronavirus reference on that episode. But after that, March 10th, the next episode, I believe, <coughs> was supposed to be, what's a week minus a day? The 16th would have been the next episode. But by the 16th, <coughs> that's when we had realized that the shit was a mist. You know, wasn't no going back to nobody's house. Shit, motherfuckers didn't even want to go to their own house. Like, people was on edge. And then the actual shutdown, like, shutdown, shutdown happened. Where the panic kind of, you know, the panic buying kicked in. People buying hoarding toilet paper and paper towels and wet wipes, which still right now to this day confuses me. Wow. Of all items during a situation where you think it's about to be you know serious of all items that people were fighting over toilet paper and paper towels top the list which is it was like Black Friday but for toilet paper and paper towels you seen it so then there was that meanwhile we never never faced a toilet paper problem the whole pandemic didn't face one before the pandemic. Don't even know what it feels like to want toilet paper and not have it because you can't get it. Don't even, that's not even a feeling I can imagine. Thankfully, fortunately, blessedly. But, um, so he was good on toilet paper, the whole thing, the whole pandemic. Um, that wasn't an issue. And then what else happened? Oh, the unemployment part. I forgot about that. I've been working, it seems like, so long. I forgot that I wasn't working for so long. Yeah, unemployment was nice. Unemployment. Well, oh, wait. I'm skipping ahead. I'm skipping ahead. I got to get to this podcast. How this podcast was birthed. So, like I said, the Tuskegee Jokeman podcast. Um, all flights have been grounded. For the most part. Zoom existed. But. It wasn't a. You know. A go to podcast. Medium at the time. So we just like. Fuck. Well I guess that's the end of the podcast. Because we didn't. We didn't really think to Zoom yet. Not yet. Not yet. We was more worried about you know. I guess staying alive. I don't know what the fuck, but we weren't worried about no podcast for a long time. And that's when Anchor had been around. I knew about it. So I was like, well, fuck. They say you can start your own podcast with your phone, which I did at first. The first, if you go back and listen, Melmos, you probably can hear the difference. The first, probably. 10 episodes, maybe. Yeah, maybe, give or take. I did on the phone. We already at uh, past five minutes. Anyway, but the first episode, first episode on the phone, no mic, just sitting in the car with the phone, had another phone for a fucking 
background music. It was very, very much put together. Tape and band-aids and duct tape and, and, and bubble gum and spit. Keep holding it, holding the fucking podcast together. I even had the nerve to send one of those podcasts to somebody to, to, to submit one of those early podcasts to uh, somebody who was starting a podcast network. Shout out to Open Mike E. And um, respectfully, he declined my uh, podcast request. Well, not like like he didn't say, and no, this no, I just never heard back, which is the same thing. But I'm I'm sure if I was to send him one of the you know more recent episodes, he could see the improvement. But anyway, that all started because of the pandemic which like a lot of people they had to find new creative outlets because stand up comedy was not happening so you gotta find what are you gonna do with all this angst and and and, and depression and anxiety and anger and happiness and sadness whatever the fuck you need to get out on stage or express on stage now what you gonna do without a stage? So now I start the podcast. Another thing I started doing was way more sketches. Before this year, I probably did six sketches, maybe I think, give or take. And because of this year, I probably I didn't did I don't know. 20 I don't know a lot a lot more than I would have did had I just been doing the same thing I've been doing basically the last 10 years I've been doing comedy which is comedy like somebody asked me to do a sketch yeah I'll be in it if I get an idea that's like I could do it real quick yeah I'd do it but it wasn't like a thing where I was like "Ah, I gotta do a sketch this week I gotta do a sketch this week I do it because that was a whole nother lane. It was actually a lane, a genre of comedy, sketch comedy, sketch comedian, all that. Uh, all that shit got blended up in the fucking quarantine because every comedian became a sketch comedian or a musical comedian or a podcast comedian or a cartoon comedian or something. But It wasn't just, wasn't no more jokes. You, I remember the beginning of the pandemic, a lot of people were sharing clips of their stand-up. But then you run out of clips. You realize, fuck. I don't have as many shareable clips as I thought. Unless I want to start hitting people with these repeat bangers on some UPN, WUAB, Fox shit. You can do that. But who wants to just keep showing the same clip like every other month or every three months? However long you're going to do it. If you only got four clips, you got to spread them bitches out. But so people started doing all that shit. I became. (coughs) 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 Well, (coughs) I became an editor (coughs) for the most part. (coughs) Not like a professional learned editor but 
shit. I taught myself some pretty decent editing, if you ask me. And, you know, that's so I picked up editing. And, you know, Jill picked up knitting. She's knitting motherfucker. She started a podcast. So, like, so that was one thing that happened in this year. So then, now I can talk about the unemployment part. The unemployment part was honestly the best part. Because you literally was getting paid just to wake up. And then every other Sunday, hit a couple, fill it out, fill out a couple buttons. And you, you know, you wasn't lying. Because, like, a lot of times people on unemployment, they say they was looking for a job. They weren't looking for a job. They weren't looking for a job. Because they, they just they just wasn't. They said they was, but they wasn't. This year, you didn't even have to say you was looking. They they know you there's, there's no jobs. That's why we're giving y'all extra money. Because there's no jobs. So here. Here, 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 take this extra money. Fuck, you don't even, I don't even know why we making y'all feel that shit out. I don't, honestly, I don't even know why we paying y'all every week. Here, here's fucking $10,000. This shit is fucked up here. Just take this 10 G's and, you know, and, you know, chill out. Because we know you ain't looking for no job. You don't need to leave the house. I mean, that's, they broke it down. But that's basically what they did. Here's $10,000. Sit the fuck down. Oh, oh, it's still, y'all still sick. Here's another $10,000. Sit the fuck down again. So unemployment is sweet. Unemployment was sweeter than ever. That was sweet. And, um, and then finally, the extra money the first time ran out. They just read up. We get to that in, in, in news, but they just read up the extra money. But anyway, so the extra money ran out. So I'm like, well, unemployment didn't run out. Just the extra money ran out. So I'm like, now I can go back to making, you know, basically what I made already. And what I was making in January and February and March, which was enough. Well, I was getting by before the extra. I could do that. I can just go back to that and still, I could literally still be on that. Still, right now. Still. To this day, right now, still. I still could, still could. But I was like, I'm actually not bored, but, and not, not, not that the creativity was running out. That's crazy. That's, 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 that's a stupid thing that, no. But I just wanted to go back to work to secure you know, finances secure. Now, not like I say, at the time, the unemployment shit was like, I could, I could stay on this, but you know, how long? So I'm like, if I do get a job, it's going to have to be, you know, weed flat out. That's it. No other, no, I'm not like, 
because ain't like I got degrees. Like, oh, let me let me let me use this law degree. Let me use this accounting degree. No, no, I ain't got none of that shit. So I'm just like, oh, shit, I gotta get a job, job, not a career. I gotta get a job, 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 hourly. So fuck, what I'm gonna do? Hmm, weed. That was it. That was. It wasn't even no like long. Wasn't no contemplate. Wasn't no like. Uh, let me let me scour the temp services. Let me see who. No, it's weed or nothing. Just just weed. That's it. We're just gonna do weed. We're gonna find weed and update. I made a. I, I think I said it last, last podcast that I I made a lateral movement in the company. But yeah, I, I don't. I really don't get my hands dirty no more. I don't get weed dust on me no more if I don't want to. I am now a computer guy, an inventory guy, in the back guy, chilling, and it's great. Actually, <clears throat> today I did go upstairs and make some joints to pass the time, and it passed it. I mean, it passed it. Fuck. But other than that, so that's that's only going up. The weed job. Shout out, shout out um, to the weed job. And then that's that shit. Oh, other than the up, you know, all the crazy shit that happened with the in the streets, all the all the uprisings and songs, and other than that, y'all y'all was there for that. I'm talking. We just talking about what I did for the pandemic. My 2020. I wasn't in the streets. I ain't march shit. Shout out to the marchers, but I wasn't marching a, a motherfucker shit. I ain't do none of that. <clears throat> and then, you know, and then now here we are. And, mm, like I say, this definitely was the most memorable year ever. And that's about it. Vaccine being taken by a bunch of people. And I even saw movies being announced and coming to theaters. February and all this type of shit. So I'm like, hmm. They know something we don't know. If they if the movie theater's gonna be open in February? If that's the case, whoever put this vaccine out probably got something to do with AMG. Something to do with Paramount. Something. You got something he got some money to lose. I know that. I know he need to get these theaters. Whoever it was. They need to get these theaters back open by February, and they're going to be open by February because of this goddamn... So get this vaccine out so we get these movie theaters back open. So in short, what I'm saying is the the whole... the, whole, the Thanks to the move, to the, to the dying moving in the movie industry, we now have a COVID vaccine, I guess, is, is where I'm going with that. couple other things and then we can wrap this first part up um listen y'all gotta stop inflating the egos up of these one arm basketball players hear me out listen listen Keep seeing videos of these one-armed basketball players and they dominating on the court 
they shooting shots, they going to the hoop, they throwing behind the back passes. I haven't seen one do a behind the back dribble, which you can do a one hand behind the back dribble. I did it. You, I, you, you can throw the ball around your back and catch it with the same hand. I've done that. So, but it does look more. I, I have to admit, it does look more impressive when you only have one arm. Like when you're doing it, when you got two arms, you're just showing off. But when you only have the one arm, yeah, that's pretty dope to go behind the back. But what I'm saying is, and I don't want to sound mean, and I probably did sound mean from the very beginning of the whole topic when I brought the shit up, I've been mean. But what I'm saying is, stop letting them get to the hoop. Enough is a fuck enough, man. The number one rule of defense is to take your man to his weak side so he can expose the ball and then you have an opportunity to steal the ball or at the very least make them pick up their dribble and be forced to pass the ball. Right? Right? Can we all agree this is basic defense? I'm looking around. Okay. If the guy has one hand, I'm not talking about like Spanky, like I like my hood legend from a couple episodes ago. Spanky had two hands. He had a little arm on, you know, on his his left side, but he had a regular size hand on it. And if if he had to, he could. Just, just for that quick second, put the ball in that other hand to get by you. But if the let's get back, if you only have one hand attached to your human body, it is no way you are going left if you have a only a right hand in front of a. A viable defender. So either y'all letting these guys do this on these tapes. I've seen it more than once. Or y'all defense is that bad. It's no gray area. It's one of the two. And I'm tired of this shit. I'm fucking tired of this shit. I don't want to see another. God bless them. But I don't want to see another highlight tape from a one-armed athlete without y'all mentioning the lack of defense ability also included on that highlight tape. That's all. That's all I'm saying about it. And last thing, this grandma challenge I keep seeing. Now, I'm seeing some of y'all girls I went to school with. See, like, like, um, a prom date. I'm gonna leave it at that. And it's like the things that I, the things that she can do, the things that she's done. I'm gonna leave it at that. Y'all can use your imagination. And I'm just telling you right now, she is definitely somebody's grandmother. So what I'm doing from here on out is looking at older grandmas 60 70 80 year old grandma 
Mm. With a in a whole nother light. Still respectful. Still miss misses with a, you know holding doors, grocery bags, but. Just, I know now. I know now. I know now. I know why y'all getting up so early. Maybe it ain't got nothing to do with sex, but it might. First, I want to start with sports. I want to, I need to start with sports because I just want to talk about the Browns one time real fast. Now, y'all know every, not every week, but more weeks than not, I've been coming in here talking about how the Browns won another one. And we was up to 10 wins last week, and I was feeling good. I didn't even know who was going to play. The week after. I never know. I never know until probably the day before who we going to play. Sometimes the day of. Come to find out this week, we was playing the Jets. Come to find out even more, we win this game, we in the playoffs. Oh, man. The Jets, one win, playoffs? Let's do it. You can already tell by the, from the irony in my tone of voice that we lost that game and not in a normal way we lost a game that we should have won so many in so many other ways but we did not run the ball on a day where we should have run the ball we didn't instead I didn't know till today. I didn't know till today. I did not repeat. I did not know until today. Baker Mayfield threw the ball 53 times. That's not the problem. Well, it's a problem. It is a problem, but it's not the biggest problem. The biggest problem is of those 53 attempts, maybe four of them, maybe went to the running back out of the backfield which is crazy when the running backs are the core of the team the keys is two of them that's really good to victory now I get that they putting all these motherfuckers in the box as they say and we don't have our top four receivers so we ain't going to just do the same play action that we normally get away with. Probably because we don't have top receivers. Fair enough. But we have receivers that can catch. And running backs that can catch the ball out the back. How about you do that a few more times? Now, Stefanski was doing good, man. He was having a... He was doing... He, he, I ain't going to lie. After week one... 
it was a lot of up. He looked like a skinny Freddy or whatever the fuck they was calling him. But then he turned that shit around. And he was looking good. And they was like, they, two weeks ago, I heard him saying, Coach of the Year. Coach of the Year. And then yesterday, Coach of the Year. Kept throwing the ball. Instead of running it against the Jets. A one-win team. And we have number three ranked offense. They had the number 30 or something like that ranked defense. Something like that against the run. Something real low. But we threw the ball. And lost because Baker fumbled on fourth and inches. All you got to do is stick the ball out. Stick it out. Put it back in your belly. First down. Let's go. Fumble. And here we sit. And I tell you though, the reason I bring this up the most is because today I was in the grocery store and I saw an older dude, an older gentleman. Maybe he wasn't that old. Maybe he just had a cane. He did have a lot of tattoos and shit. So it could have been bullet related injuries that forced this guy to have a cane and not necessarily age but I saw a dude with a cane that's the key part dude with a cane with a Steelers hat and a jacket to match so it wasn't coincidence if he had on one or the other you know whatever but to have on both that's a Steelers fan and I wanted to kick his motherfucking cane from under his hand and under his foot. His what what essentially is his foot, so he could fall. But I didn't. Number one, number one. Like I said, he had tattoos and all that kind of shit. So he probably had, if not a gun on him, way easier access to a gun than I did in said situation number one and number two without even the threat of a gun it would just been stupid and crazy and uncalled for and unnecessary and only because he had on a Steelers jacket and I had on a Browns hoodie and a Browns hat and at that moment at that exact moment I sympathized or empathize rather with gangbangers because I understand just for a second the unsightness of a mother of the enemy colors and you don't even you blinded by fury by that color blind that, that, that color sends you in a blind rage and you do dumb shit and then you go to jail or or worse and you like and you like why did I do all that dumb shit because he had on another color this is why I'm in jail. This is why I'm dead. This is why I'm in the, in the wheelchair. Because I fuck with a motherfucker that had on another color. Yep. And that shit is stupid. Just as stupid as I am for be, for one to kick dude's cane because he was a Steelers fan. You know what? Honestly, I'm not even that mad at the Steelers. 
I, I, I hate the Bengals more than I hate any other team in our division, honestly. I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe because maybe because when they played the 49ers that year in the Super Bowl, and I was a 49ers fan. And ever since then, it just carried. So, whatever. Moving on. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Wait, wait, wait. Breaking news. That wasn't that breaking because my, my sound effect was was slow on the trigger. But anyway, breaking news. Apparently, Young Thug wants to battle Jay-Z in the versus battle. What the fuck is going on, man? Just even the fact that I even had to say that right now. It it lit it it, it just it made me want to just say. What the fuck is going on? The generation and talent gap alone is just nonsensical. Why would you have a super lyrical, chart-topping rapper from the 90s go against essentially a mumble rapper with some hits got some hits from the mid 2000s this stop and rap number one and rap like five years damn near is a generation definitely 10 for sure 20 so you got a guy who is a generation and a half arguably older than this guy in hip hop probably 30 years older than him in real life and they supposed a battle rap do you know that would have been like Houdini versus Bone or some shit like that. Which wouldn't have been a bad battle. Then he got some hits. But I just said the styles and the it just don't make sense. It doesn't make sense. You can like Young Thug all you want. He can be your favorite rapper. And I'm sure he's somebody's. He probably a lot of y'all's. Probably even some of my Elmo's, which would be surprising to me. But whatever. Let's do what you listen to. But come on, Jay-Z. If you're going to talk about Jay-Z in a versus battle, you're talking about literally the very best. It's not too many. Hit for hit, year for year, genre for genre, beat for beat, song for song. That won't even want to think 20 songs that they got to go. You got, I mean... With Jay Z, you got you talking about somebody like Lil Wayne, Snoop, but he already did it. Um, Drake, 
I'm talking about people that with super longevity, 10, 15, 15, 10 years is not enough, 15, 20 years of rapping, 25 years, Cameron, something, you know what I mean? Just this young thug shit is insulting, it's, it's, it's sickening, it's disgusting. It's, it's it's it shouldn't be mentioned. I see why Farmaster Flex go get go crazy over these type of announcements, but I ain't I ain't Funkmaster Flex passionate about it. But this shit is dumb. I really hope that's just a, a rumor. But if it's not, then you heard it here first or second or third, depending on when you decide to listen to this. But I said it. So there you go. Also in sports, we was in sports. Let's stick to sports, and and we which is perfect. Josh Gordon got reinstated, and y'all know, and y'all might not, but because I don't think I had a reason to talk about him on this podcast in a long time or ever. Got reinstated and then he got suspended the same day. I don't know how that happened. Why would you even do that to him? Why would you even do that to him? Just let the guy, man, listen. Let the dude do his dope and play his football. That's all he want to do. He don't get into trouble off the field. He ain't got arrested for nothing. Because y'all paying him a, a, a hefty amount. Because he's very good and very well compensated for his talents. However, you keep kicking him off the fucking field for dope. It's just dope. It's his dope, his body. Which, if you've seen the dude, he don't look like he do dope. So you know what that means? He still work out. And do dope, but stay in football shape, but also does dope. I don't get what the the dude said he was high before every game, damn near, damn near ever. And he had 1,200 yards in 10 games on dope. So let the dude do his dope, and so the fucking Seahawks can have another receiver. I'm not even a Seahawks fan. I'm a Josh Gordon fan, though. He was once my favorite Brown player ever. But I think Nick Chubb then edged him out. Shit, maybe even Kareem Hunt. I love those guys. But Josh Gordon, man. Fuck. Josh Gordon. Anyway. Another news. Non-not sports news. I think that's it for sports. Some dude in Detroit got a bowling alley. He opened up a bowling alley during the pandemic. He, you know, like a lot of people, got got he saved and invested his monies and opened up a bowling alley. Fucked up because uh, most bowling alleys are closed due to the pandemic. But, haha. That's where my man found a, got it, found a loophole at. You right? 
You're right. Most bowling alleys are closed. But not this one that I got because it is a semi-truck. That's right. I'm going to drive up to the hood in this semi-truck and you can go in the back of it and bowl in Detroit. Now, if you trust that you're going to get up in this truck in Detroit and just bowl and get right back out, good for you. But I know I'm not getting on no back of no truck in Detroit talking about let's bowl. Go get knocked up the fucking side of your head with a fucking one of them pins that you think you're about to play with and wake up in Toledo somewhere. Talking about some deep. I'm a bowl in the back of a truck in Detroit. Fucking, I wish you would. Or how Shannon say, wish I might. So, good luck with that. I just, I'm just telling you the news. If you want to take the risk, go ahead. There's a black truck. So, that's the most, that's all I know about it. Um, and I was talking about, um, the fuck we was talking about that clubhouse shit so check this out they got a new hotline sort of like clubhouse but all you do is scream you call into it and you just scream it's like a frustration venting hotline that's all you gotta do is call and scream now I imagine they probably put you on hold for a while make you press a bunch of buttons to get connected and then put you on hold which is you know that's just gonna make you want to scream more so that's probably therapeutic so I don't know I'm just saying I don't really honestly I don't know what the difference between that and clubhouse is anyway well I guess on clubhouse you can't scream unless you invite the scream that's the difference on here you can just call and scream but it's still a bunch of screaming you can even have said call and listen to other people's screams. That's why I say it's just like Clubhouse. Except you don't gotta be invited to talk your shit to make your noise. It's all noise. Right. Therapeutic noise. Damn, man. That's fucked up how the homie's teddy bear look. Yeah, it is, man. All that bus smoking, motherfuckers riding past and shit, and splashing and shit. Yeah, man. Wish we can get a better bear. Actually, actually, I saw some shit. I was scrolling Facebook and some shit popped up. I was, I was, I, I think they heard me, man. That shit crazy. I must have been talking about my dead homie, right? And then this shit popped up talking about some tragic teddy, uh, uh, biodegradable, recyclable, uh, uh, waterproof, resistant, earth environment resistant, uh, rest in peace teddy bears. Yo, yeah, I heard of that too. Shit. Shit, how much them bitches run? No. Shit, I think like Shit, I think they was like $60 or something like that. Man, I ain't got no $60 for no teddy bear. I know. The, the catch is, the catch is you can put, you can put a payment on that motherfucker. Like, like I got $8. I think you can put $8 on them. 
man. Just give that shit a try, man. Like I said, Tragic Teddy, number world's number one recyclable, biodegradable, hundred percent environmental friendly, waterproof. Rest in peace, Teddy Bear. www.com. Check them out. Can I see your phone right quick? All right. That was a, a spot from our sponsor, www.tragedyteddy.com, where you can go and get 100% waterproof, environment-proof Tragic Teddies. Uh, their memorial teddy bears, you know, you don't want to get those regular teddy bears that's going to dissolve and get soaked with mud and piss and bird shit and bus smoke and all kind of shit. So, you know, get your tragic teddy, man. Respect the dead, you know. Anyway. Breaking news. Check this out, man. Almost. Now, I ain't had no news this good to tell in a long time, but I got something to tell now. According to Forbes.com. Forbes. Now, this is such good news that I don't want to believe it, so that's why I'm I'm, I'm trying to check and double check and triple check, but it's it's safe Forbes. It's, it's the same font as the magazine. It's the same font on the fucking when they do the the annual little money list and it's so I'm assuming unless somebody else is using that font, this is the same Forbes. Now, if you believe them, what they talk about the people money. That's another thing. Do you believe them when they talk about who got this much money and who got this and who got that? Forbes and Forbes and Forbes. Now, I don't know what you want to believe that Forbes report. But, coming from Forbes, researchers are looking at cannabis as a potential way to prevent COVID-19. I'm going to say it again. Researchers are looking at cannabis, reefer, weed, marijuana as a potential way to prevent COVID-19. Now, before you get excited, don't say this in the article, but I'm pretty sure they're not talking about that bullshit. You got to be smoking some shit that got at least, I would imagine, at least about 18% THC in it. You can't, you can't be smoking that bullshit and think you prevent covid all you prevent is yourself from getting high like you're supposed to if you're smoking that bullshit. But anyway, I, I digress. Let's go to the article. Now, the article say, I, I want to read the whole article. I should, I could. The fuck? It's the last episode. But I ain't. But I, I highlight it. It say, two Canadian researchers, you know, Olga and Igor Kovalchuk, have reportedly been developing and testing a novel kind of a strain for years except with the goal of creating a strain that helps to combat cancer and inflammation. And when the pandemic hit, the duo started to focus their efforts on how the strain might be used to help fight COVID-19. And guess what? The articles say 
Mm, the duo's work was published in the April issue of the online medical journal Preprints. I don't read that shit. But in that article, they said, and I quote, similar to other respiratory pathogens, SARS-CoV-2 is transmitted through respiratory droplets with potential for aerosol and contact spread. It uses receptor-mediated entry into the human host via, here's a word I never saw or said before, but fuck it, angiotensin converting enzyme that is expressed in lung tissue as well as oral and nasal mucosa kidney testes kidney comma testes and the gastrointestinal tract reads the study modulation of ACE2 levels in these gateway tissues may prove a plausible strategy for decreasing disease susceptibility what does all of that mean after looking at the research done on cannabis and COVID by other scientists, they were able to determine that cannabis, a special strain in particular, could potentially block COVID-19 from entering a person's body to begin with. Now, before we get excited, it does say a special strain. Now, I didn't read the whole article to know what strain, but I do know this. It's either going to be indica hybrid or sativa and I do know I don't have to read too much more than that to know this keep on smoking Melmos smoke 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 I don't care how small they are but keep smoking them smoke them in the morning smoke them in the afternoon smoke them after lunch smoke them on the way home Smoke, smoke, smoke. Now, I know y'all know people with, with that smoke weed that then probably caught COVID, and yeah. But y'all didn't read. That was before this article come out. So now that you know that, the next paragraph later, it say it all comes down to our body's receptors, our body's AC2 receptors, which work sort of like doorways into our bodies for the virus. In the case of Kovachuk's work, cannabis will be used to decrease the level essentially temporarily closing the doors to the virus so them motherfuckers didn't have a body type they didn't have the right body to fight the virus no matter how much weed they smoked that was the problem you gotta have the right motherfucking you know ACE2 receptors in your shit so who, how do you test if you got those receptors I don't know but I know one thing I'm gonna keep smoking and we gonna keep smoking and smoking and smoking and smoking I know that I ain't caught the shit Maybe because my body got the right receptors. Those doors have been closed. Because the next paragraph after that say, beyond that, it's also possible that the strains could be used to prevent the virus from being able to propagate to propagate once it's already entered the system. So even if they do get sneaking in the back door or some shit like that, the weed is like, no. That's like sneaking in the back door of the club. And you get you now you're trapped in the fucking the fucking uh janitor closet. You in a, technically you in the club. Yeah, you in the club, but you in the closet. Can nobody see your shoes? COVID. Can nobody see your shoes? So, I don't got to keep reading no more. I know what I need to know. If you want to, hey, you can do the rest of your research on your own if you're not convinced. But all I know is I'm going to keep smoking, and I suggest you keep smoking and increase your smoke intake 
just in case your your receptors are the receptors that's the ones that's needed to keep this shit in the back of the fucking broom closet. Uh, what else in news? Fucking. <laughs> oh man, it was Christmas time, right? And uh, that was a good time. That's a good time. Real good time of the year. Happy time. And I was happy about it till I saw. King Von's kid got a fucking gun for Christmas. Quick backstory. Melmose. King Von rapped a lot about guns. Allegedly shot a few people. Dead. Killed them. Allegedly. Rapped about it a lot. Though, if he did it or not, he rapped about it a lot. In detail. Then he got shot by a gun. Not a slingshot. Not a bow and arrow. A gun. And with that going by a son, a gun. Now I don't know who the fuck is running that household. But I know for damn sure he he can't get no gun. Matter of fact, he can't play with nothing that he only need one hand to hold in case he aim that like a gun. Anything that come in this house that he can't hold with two hands, that he don't got to carry with two hands in front of him, he can't fucking play with. And I don't even, don't bring no bat, no base, fuck a baseball, because he might see a fucking John Wayne commercial or some shit, or whoever the fuck got a rifle, and then he want to shoot rifle. This motherfucker, look. I don't know, like I said, I don't know if it's, it's the baby mama, grandmama, whoever the fuck, they need to get slapped with a fucking lemonade can. The fuck is going on in that house bringing guns to the fuck? He can't play duck hunt. He can't play fucking uh, cops and robbers. He can't, he can't play no games with no guns. He can't play no fuck. He can't say gun. He can't say words that got gun in it. He can't say words. They got the letters G, U, and N in it. Can, and, and, and if they too close together, he might can say like, um, uh, what word got G, U, N? I can't, my, I don't know. But he can't say that shit. You know what I'm trying to say. You get the point. You get the fucking gist of the fucking, what the message. And they got him playing with the f- fucking guns. If you don't, if you don't get that kid no fucking a book or some fruit and then on top of that okay better rapper news fuck it um according to true tank soldiers.com of course they spell true t-r-u but they spell soldiers the right way it's not soldiers it's not soldiers with s or z soldiers but um, according to them, Master P and Baron Davis is collaborating, combining, whatever, coming together to buy Reebok because they say you know Reebok sales low. Don't nobody give a fuck. You know it's Reeboks. 
and whatever. Which I think is good news. You know, uh, Baron Davis is a visionary, creative dude. He got he makes shows and movies, and he's a director and all that shit. So as long as he's in charge of the shoot direction, I don't know. You know, directly where his style could be. I just know it's not Master P. We have all seen Master P shoes. Keep this guy away from the shoes. Look, Master P, we know that you put up the money. We know this is going to be your name. These are Master P shoes. If you want to put your name on the tongue, fine. You want to put your name on the bottom of the sole, fine. You want to put your name on the insole, fine. You can write it however you want. You can be your autograph. You can pick the font. But that is far as your design input goes. We might let you pick the color of the shoelace holes. Other than that, get the fuck away from the shoe design department. You can't see no samples. You can't go in the room. You don't want to talk to no artists. We don't need your help. You just put the money in and wait for us to do what we got to do with the shoes. Otherwise, Reebok ain't going to make no more money. Fucking with Master P shoes. And last but not least, uh, well, actually, I hate that phrase because some some shit is least, and that's why you save it for last because you don't even want to talk about it. And in some, in in this particular case, that happens to be a situation. But according to WCCFTech.com. KFC, as in Kentucky Fried Chicken. Not um, Kennedy Formula Computers. Not uh, uh, Killer Fork Company. No. Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's coming out with a video game console. To compete with PlayStation and Xbox. Which, at first when I read this, I said, what kind of fucking bullshit joke is this? Who is up, who is responsible for this? First of all, if this shit is real. Second of all, why not? That's the second thought I had after I calmed down. Why not? You KFC, proven name. Long-term name in the business. Everybody know KFC. KFC was there when they was a baby. KFC was going to be there when they get old. KFC is KFC. And video games. Everybody wanted to know a video game. Shit, Master uh, Soldier Boy got a video game. Why can't KFC? So I'm with it. My only issue is, which you know is going to be an issue, it's going to be the perpetually greasy fucking controllers. And if you are anything like me, to pick up a controller and put your finger on some greasy ass buttons or greasy ass joystick, it's, a, it's like sitting on a warm toilet seat. That shit is just disgusting. In a way that it shouldn't be, but it is. And if you KFC, how are you not gonna have a greasy fucking controller? All it you ain't gonna be able to wipe it off. You KFC. That's part of your brand. 
Bitch, can't run. Boom, boom, boom. Huh? Click, clack. The nigga got guns. Boom, boom, boom. Let me tell you about your man. Boom, boom. The kind of shit to get you back. Boom, boom, boom. Shit, quite near set. Post it up on the corner. Make it spirit of that last couple that we just heard from this week's legend of the hood <laughs> actually came up in conversation in the group chat somehow about a week ago but this week's legend of the hood is this 16 year old well she, well at the time her legend her legend was when she was 16 I don't know how she is now let me see what year was that that was 90, about 90 I can't remember what year that was. 990, maybe 2003. Let's say, let's go with 2003. She was 16, 2003, 17 years, 2013, 43. So now she's 43. And, um, or 33. How, how, how much is 16? Plus? I know it was a 13, and then you carried a one. Yeah. Yeah, 33. So she's 33 now, I imagine. And at the time, when she was 16 and on crack, it was legendary. I don't, we don't we don't know her name. And she was <laughs> that's the fucked up part. She she happened to she the only she the first hood legend or legend of the hood series. Um um what do you, what do we what we call these people? Subjects that I don't know their name. Damn, it's fucked up. Anyway, but I do like I say her legend was that she was really pretty and had some really big titties. Like, and I'm not saying that to you know sexualize, objectify, nothing like that. I'm just saying it was one of those things that you couldn't have. Like, you, I know that sounds fucked up too to say you saw her before you saw him before you saw her but you really did they was really big and it was just like you know that was you know crack and it was fucked up because looking back back then crack was you, you thought crack was so bad it was crack crack ah the shit on crack then you realize yeah it's just crack it's really not that bad I mean it's a terrible drug as far as what it did what it did to the community. But overall, drugs is drugs is drugs is drugs. If it's not weed, then it's drugs. And even some people, some people got the nerve to say that weed is bad. Mm, label it as drugs. Anyway, so this girl was legendary just because, like I said, it just was it caught everybody off guard. If you seen her, you didn't know, you know, she had, she talked real fast, real small talk. But then, you know, and she went to buy a crack and, you know, didn't see her till she needed some more crack. 
next day. And I guess I guess she's not really a legend. I guess that this was a poor choice. This was just more of a surprise just because somebody could be that young and be strung out on crack. And actually, how much of a surprise is it? People do all these kids do all kinds of drugs now. Y'all seen young Dex. He ain't 16, but he young. So, whatever. <sighs> Legend of the Hood, technically, um, 139th Kinsman, once again, represents Gang Up. This week's edition of Puddle Tracks Puddle Pod. Um, I was back up at the nursing home volunteering. You know how old folks like to carry on and carry on with their stories and keep a lot going. And, you know, anyway. I was telling Shantae about my new client at the old flies home. And, uh, he was telling me, he was talking about this whole Jesse Smollett thing, and he was saying some similar shit happened when he was younger to a fly that he went to school with. Like, years later, he got famous for being, you know, a SWAT survivor. That's what they call it. You know, he gets swatted, and he just still fly away sometimes. But for years, that's what he was telling people. He was a SWAT survivor, a SWAT survivor. Yeah, he went to conventions. He gave speeches. He had a motherfucking medal of honor. All kind of shit. Then come to find out all he did was run into a fucking glass door. Before COVID, it was comedy. And since this is the last episode of the 2020 slash COVID season, I'm going to play the whole clip from my open mic where I believe it's February 4th. Yeah, according to this date. And COVID had just probably made the news from... It probably just made the news where in, in America where people were probably like now everybody in America was talking about it for the first time. So pre COVID comedy twenty twenty. Oh, they were playing 
McDonald's fucked everybody over. When they started putting Happy Meals in bags, that's when they lost my respect. So make this a little, that was the whole appeal was the box, son of a bitch, and put in a cheap bastard. How much cheaper is the bag than the box? That's just my own personal thing for McDonald's, I guess. <laughs> I did some high shit the other day. I was, I went to get like one single gray hair, like out the bottom of my neck with the tweezers, and I ended up just lined up my whole face with the tweezers. It took like 45 minutes with like, it looked cool. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm, I get too high, man. <laughs> uh, oh, and I read this. This fucked me up. Some dude, he tried, he tried to kill his family. He stabbed them all up. His wife, mother-in-law, brother-in-law, father-in-law. All because they were about to find out he wasn't a doctor. And he didn't want them to find out. So he just carried everybody over and tried to kill them. I think mean, just, just blog him on Instagram. Oh, man. You know what? You don't see you doing no, you know, post with no lab coats. Keep your shit to yourself, man. Uh, last thing before I get out of here, last time I was here at house, I felt like I made it because I had a good full-time weed job. You know, those fuckers laid the whole, everybody off at the same time because they were selling unlicensed weed. They gave us a severance package, which wasn't enough weed, but I got unemployment. So the good news is I used to get paid smoke weed. Now I'm paid to stay home and smoke weed. So, it all worked out, man. I love that lane. Go from Hey! Oh, shit. My bad, people. Knocked over my lighter. Anyway. We have come to the end of another episode. This was amazing. Thank everybody for sticking in this week, sticking with me this week. I know this was a long episode, man. My bad, but shit, it's the last episode of the year. So, of course, it was going to be a little bit longer. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the little uh, additions I added towards the last couple episodes of the year. Um, keep trying to. You know, as each episode and the years go on, the episodes go on, we try to get them, uh, you know, bigger and better and add little things and maybe take away things. And just trying to make it a good podcast for my male mode, man. Um, like I said, I still, I hope I still got my guy in, in Germany, my listener in Germany. And I hope I got listeners everywhere. But, um, you know, thank y'all this year, man, for fucking with me, man. This was fun. Like I say, I'm looking forward to every episode to grow, the opportunity to grow and get better at this. Um, Still right now, just a one-man operation. So, you know, they say you can do more with a team. So we'll see. Right now, it's just me. So trying to do what I can do. And uh, that's why I need y'all, man. Oh, shit. And I didn't do it at the top of the show, but it's okay, man, because I can do it right now, man. I really I hate when I forget to do that. But look, every episode, uh, I cannot emphasize this enough to my likers and sharers and retweeters and commenters and, and forwarders and, you know, all that shit, man. I really, 
really appreciate that shit. I don't know who listening. I don't know who exactly. I mean, I could. It, I mean, according to some of the fucking plays, I probably could track down each individual listener at this point and thank them personally. But I don't. I'm not gonna do that. I'm. I'm gonna do it like this. So, if you're listening to this. And this is your first time listening to this, or your 30th time listening to this, or your third time listening to this, whatever it is, man. I fucking appreciate you so much, man. Like, thank you, man. This is like I said in the beginning of the podcast, this is really what got helped me get through the fucking pandemic with starting this podcast. Cause our original podcast with the Tuskegee Jokeman podcast show it actually kind of fell off we, we we took a couple flights we trying to get it back going we actually had three flights in the last four weeks so we trying to get it back going last week was a good one we had the homeboy prim moses prim from prim's hood stories uh i think i'm pretty i'm pretty sure i talked about that on this podcast before is um if i just a re- quick recap you watch movies and then basically summarize him. You do a Cisco uh, Ebert type of shit, but it's way funnier because he's way higher and blacker, and it's just great. So if you ain't seen it, please go catch up on all the Moses Prim YouTube episodes. They fucking great. And catch up on all these episodes. If, like I say, this is your first time or not 30th time, I got at least the last 20, maybe not the first 10. Because that was when I was doing it off the phone with no mic. But the last 15, 20, definitely fuck with me. The last five, really fuck with me. But um, like I said, man, appreciate all y'all a whole lot, man. I, don't, I usually try to wrap up the outro by now. But I just wanted to really, 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 really reemphasize that shit, man. Because I, I ain't gonna lie, man. Like, Jill posted the other day about going through her uh, sad period, her down period, her, you know, we all had those suicidal thought periods. And look, this shit can be real. This entertainment shit, this artist shit, it really can fuck with you. Like, like especially when you're good. And I ain't talking about you think you're good. I'm talking about you good. You fuck, you know you good. People told you, you the right people told you you good you good good but you like not like enough people don't know you good in your mind in your eyes so and that can't fuck with your head so what I try to do is just try to focus on the people that fuck with me because I can't control who don't and as long as I remind myself of that then I'm gonna be alright, man. And then, like, if it's for y'all, four thousand, fourteen, four million, I'm still get it. I'm still make sure my shit is top notch. I'm still try to have the funniest shit, the best shit, you know. Whatever. I'm gonna try to be worth checking out every week, no matter what else is going on. That's my goal. No, I don't give a fuck what else you listen to, what else you watch. As long as you fit that hour and a half, hour, whatever it may be, in for me, 
once a week. That's where I'm trying to be. I don't care if it's the same four people 10 years from now or whatever the fuck. If I'm still doing this 10 years from now to y'all, same four people, you know what? Then we had a good 11-year motherfucking run. So, and that mean I've been smoking a whole lot of weed. So with that said, one last thing this year I have to get out. And then I'm going to let y'all go. But please, I don't know how many people got to get fucked over. How many stranded people, stray people, uh, hitchhikers, kids, uh, older adults, older fucking mentally. Listen, stop selling chlorophyll over the counter you can eliminate so much crime if you just don't sell chlorophyll to regular people listen retail stores drug stores outlets hear me nobody needs chlorophyll for anything positive Alright? So stop making it accessible. Nobody can even tell me what chlorophyll is for. Other than knocking motherfuckers out. So please don't sell this shit to people. How come people get caught and found with oh I get it I get it you're gonna get found with duct tape I get it you're gonna get found with a hammer I get it you might get found with a shovel how are people getting found with chlorophyll in their possession that's all we can't stop that other shit we can't do nothing about it but you can big big medical big pharma stop selling that shit All right, and the last time this year, the last time this whole year, we're going to say this. Please, please do unto others the way you want people to treat you or to do unto you. That's it, man. Treat the next motherfucker like you want to treat them. That goes from the mailman to the boss man to the co-worker to the checkout lady to the fucking dude you walk past on the way to the fucking the dude you walk past on the way inside to go get wraps. That's it. Just treat a motherfucker the way you would want them to treat you in that same situation, man. Just see yourself in another motherfucker's shoes and just don't trip and don't take shit personal and watch how smooth your 2021 be. No matter what the fuck. And that's it, man. On the 10 minute outro, I would like to thank all of my mail modes for fucking with me this far. And I promise you, we going to keep it going and it's going to get better and better and bigger and better. The blunts might not get no bigger. 
but we are with that out be safe peace go browns